Sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. It clicked me off. Instagram's hating. Come on in, folks. Let's talk. How's everybody doing tonight? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry that I got kicked off. What's up, y'all? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it's the Poom Poom Wi-Fi. Who knows? I can't always blame it on Instagram. So tonight's going to be a dope night, guys. I want to jump right in because I'm a minute late and I like to be prompt. Um, today is going to be an amazing show. My friend Nathaniel is coming on. He is an amazing, amazing person. And when I got in touch with his content, I was super impressed. And it was only right that I had to bring him on Mamas because he is real. He's honest. He's upfront. He's dope. And it only made sense because a dope connection has to happen with another dope connection. And that's what we're here for tonight. So come on in. I'm going to get our guest in. Like I said, his name is Ax Nathaniel. He is popping on YouTube with his controversial content. So we bringing him on tonight on That's Dope. And we're going to have a good time. So let me get him in. <clears throat> All right, he's coming on. Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, yes, he is. <laughs> Yo, what's up, my friend? What's going on? Oh, my God, it's such a pleasure, man. It's, just, it's, it's so dope that we was able to kind of make this happen. Yes, yes. And, um... The, the most, you know what? It's um, it's always a pleasure. I don't care when anybody doing it like. There's nothing more official than um, <clears throat> thinking that there's not real people out here, and there's still like yo, there's still some people that you know what I'm saying. So it 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 was it was a big thing. I mean, and I, I've been a, I've been a fan watching you. I've been seeing what you've been doing out there. So I'm not the only one. <laughs> Listen, we got to talk about what, first and foremost, before we get into that, let's talk about you. Let's talk about who you are, how you started out, because I want everybody to know your background story. Um, you know, I'm still going through this transition of not knowing that because, you know, I'm a producer, director, writer, like I do, I'm really big onto my own content. So I, before the word creator became like so... Um, popular on YouTube, Instagram, and stuff like that. This is what we have to do because this is what YouTube does for us. We have to acknowledge ourselves as creators. We're not, you know, doing things over. It's all original content. Um, I always looked at myself as an encourager, but I always looked at myself more as a character, you know, because as a character, you're able to play different characters, right? You know, an actor plays different characters. I am an actor as well. I am a Screen Actors Guild and and, and after so um i think what happened was basically how it started i was always in the television my mother always had me in the camera since i was a little kid um i think there was a time where i was going through this transition with acting i kept getting typecast for being a big dude you know i'm a big 
die. So, you know, How I was, I'm 6'5", about 300, three, about three, 320, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a big dude. So a lot of times people will, oh, you know, we can use them for an inmate or a football player or this and that. So I just got tired of being typecast with the big, I'm going to these big and tall um, auditions all the time. So one time I was telling my boy, he's a he's a director out there in ATR. I'm like, listen, I want to get on the streets, man, and start interviewing people. I need to have a camera crew. Y'all can follow me. I'll do it. He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that for you. You're going to do it yourself. I'm going to show you what to do, what to get, and you're going to do it yourself. And um, I started, I think my first video was on on Dykeman, actually. It was on Dykeman uptown. Yep, it was on Dykeman. My first, first video and, um, and it's funny because I was getting my windows tinted in the car. So I was around the corner and I met this girl in the park. I'm like, yo, listen, just do this video real quick. Bah, 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 bah. And it was her and her man. And we started talking. And then, you know, I went down to the midtown Manhattan and it was the rest was history. So I created this thing called Ask the Daniel. No relation to Ask Wendy at all. And um, I was an advice columnist, columnist type of guy. So I kind of took the mode of being typecasting and saying, listen, you know, don't wait, create, just make your own thing. And then I just started going out through the streets of New York City and everywhere, all the boroughs, and just doing my numbers. And the rest was history. And I just started getting the YouTube, starting to doing the videos. And that's when YouTube was good, though. That's when you could get on here and, and blast off. But I think I'm still in a zone of what people see me as. Like, mm. encourager, motivational speaker, uh, pocket. I don't know. <laughs> was, I am whoever. Oh, it's so true. It's so hard in the game now because a lot of people who do content such as yourself, as for instance, I love that type of content because it's hand in hand. Right. And I love the spontaneity of that type of content because I'm the type of person, I think I'm better live than I am in some pre-recorded shit. Right. Right. That's a fact. So, so for me, that type of content is so dope because I'm the type of person that I could roll with the punches. You could say something left, I'm going to go left too. Right. So I think that people who do that are so creative because, and you got to be able to handle yourself, especially in the streets of New York. Come on, I mean, the streets of New York alone, you got to be. This rejection is the number one thing. So mm -hmm. that was such an ideal. It was so ideal for it because you know this is of, of having an outgoing personality. Right. You're able to do certain things that most people don't think of doing. So it's like if I got to get on stage and there's 400 people on that stage. Like, yo, what are you gonna do? And I'm like, you could dim the light in the crowd. That's about it. But I'm still gonna get on the stage. I could do it. And you know, th th this goes back in a lot of history because back then I used to have a comedy spot on the Upper West Side of 72nd Street. Really? What was it called? It was the Triad Theater. It's still there. I mean, my man owns it, but we partnered up, and I used to do a comedy show there every weekend. My nickname is Corey, so it used to be called Corey Corey's Laughing Lounge, and that was a popping show. But you know. 9-11, it started dwindling down, 2002, 2003, 2004. It was still going. I stopped it in 2007, but it was amazing. There's a lot of people that y'all know and love that popped up on my stage. As a matter of fact, in 2007, I remember I stopped doing it, and Tracy Morgan seen me was like, yo, core, you should have never stopped doing it. I was just at the tribe. I was over there. He said, you should have never stopped doing it. I came back, and Tracy came Back then, we performed on the stage, so a lot of love. Oh. Ev, AKA Kevin Hart. I mean, it's a lot of people that used to come to my spot, so the spot is still there. And the reason why the spot is still there is a very, very close friend of mine, 
So we'll talk about that when I'm going to come back there with when the show's over. So it's going to be dope. You definitely need to be a part of that, too. Oh, wait, hold on. I don't, you think I'm capable to do some shit like that? I think you're capable of getting up there and doing a monologue for five, ten minutes and telling women how to love themselves and all the above. Yes. Ooh. I caught off guard with that, ladies and gentlemen. I caught off guard. She could do it. You definitely you. caught me off guard with that because that, that just hit a soft place in my heart because you know how I am, like, preaching that. Like, I want women to live in all their fucking glory. Stop worrying about the the naysayers, what they're going to say. Just be happy with what you got. So right. you speaking to my soul. So since we're talking about soul. Yes. <laughs> let's talk about how the universe put us together. Yes. Um. Well... First, I mean, you want ladies first, or you want me to go first? I want you to go first. Uh, I want you to control that's dope. All right. Um, it was I was watching um, I was watching this video. I don't even know how that happened. I think what happens is you get a a recommendation if you follow on somebody. So my man Santos, shout out to Santos. Uh, Santos is the bro, and we he actually we connected from my from my YouTube strong, mm -hmm. yeah, because I used to do a lot of uh lives during the COVID thing. You know, well, early this year, we was doing a lot, a lot of things. Now, he was following and supporting the, my channel for a long time. And once I started bringing people on the panel on YouTube, that started, you know, knowing and starting to meet the people that were following me. So you know, we connected, man. We had a real strong rapport. And um, I was bringing him in. He was coming in. I'm seven, ten, nine people panels. It was fun. It was amazing. Six, seven hours sometimes. Wow. Like a marathon. So we was doing that when the weather was mad cold earlier this year. And um, somehow your page popped up. And I remember seeing that Mama's Cocktail Hour. Salute to everybody. I ain't going to tell you what's in this cup, but we already never been. What's in the cup? You got to let us know. What's in the cup? And a little, 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 uh, what's that called? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in the sweet drink, so you know what I'm saying? Little Baileys or whatever, but it's... Ooh. I'll on that slow, because... Mama's cocktail, you know. I know y'all want to see me drinking something crazy, but salute. Let's let's give the toast right now first. Hey, bong. So what happened was, I think yours came up in a suggested um, friends. So I looked at the page because I'm looking at all the lighting and the color was just amazing, and I'm like, yo, who is this? The crazy thing was, as I'm looking, I'm like, you, your page looked as if it was one of these big pages out here. Like, what? I appreciate that. Yeah, because the, the the your presentation, you could see the lighting and everything. You notice know from you obviously on a technical level with your with your stuff. You, you oh, I am. Right? I, I take it very serious. They know. They call me. They say sometimes I be wilding, but I, it's all about visibility for me. Visibility, baby. Because I'm gonna tell you something. Even now, believe me, I'm I'm low budgeting right now because I got the LED light in my face. Just I took the lampshade off. That's about it. But the thing was, Yo, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta improvise. Gotta improvise. You know what I'm saying? Now, so I, I I'm watching the videos, and I think what happened was I'm like, oh, check them out. Like they got a nice crew. It was a crew. It's a crew. And I think I jumped on one of the live videos. Now I thought. I, I, I don't remember, I could have sworn, not to say all Puerto Rican women looked alike or whatever, I'm just saying, but I could have sworn it was you. But whatever it was, I was commenting, and there was, there was a topic, a tough topic. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going we to talk about that. 
or <laughs> somebody. But somebody was getting mad because we was shout out to Silverback. I see you, bro. Somebody, somebody was mad of my comments of mm -hmm. my thought, and I was like, listen, you know. I'm t it ain't gonna get no more real than this, so you're gonna be angry with me, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't want them to be pushed because I'm like, if you bring the hubby or whoever in the camera, you know what I'm saying? He's not gonna sit here and be debating with me. It's like, we're men, this is just our little, you know what I mean? So I think what was happening, but some of the people in the comments, but somebody in the comments was showing me love, and the other ones like, yo, what are you talking about? That's some shit, maybe he's feeling a certain way. And I'm like, nah, I'm just. I'm relative to the conversation. So I followed from there. <laughs> <laughs> yo, all the controversy. He was like, yo, I'm feeling this shit. That was it. You know what that is, right? That's new that's us New York people having yeah. an opinion, being opinionated and standing firm. That's something that we do. That's what we do. That's 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 something that I picked. And that's exactly what I picked up. I picked up this real New York Spanish swag. And I've been trying to tell these busters around the world for the longest on YouTube for a long time because I'm the only one right now in New York City because there ain't too many people in New York that got YouTube channels like this, believe it or not. A lot of these dudes are all over the place. They don't know that we live right near the biggest camera central in the whole entire world, literally. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not giving no secrets out, but you know what I'm talking about. The biggest right. camera centrals here. So, I mean, I could take a train boat call them do whatever you know they got to get online and do whatever they do to get the order but anyway we run it around i'm checking the channel out and everything and everything was great and i noticed that this essence of like wow these are the spanish women i needed when i was talking to all these clowns traveling through all these different countries you know they couldn't meet a, a latin woman here so they had to go overseas and meet her because they know they couldn't know they don't know how to talk to her. yo there's no latin here nigga you live in north carolina you know what I'm saying? There's like this Puerto Rico's moving out there now because half of half Puerto Bronx used to be Puerto Rico back in the day. No more now it's Dominican Republic. And mm. you know so a lot of that changed. And I was like, yo, you know, these 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 chicks is lit. Like, I gotta do something with them. So I told Santos, I was like, yo, I gotta work. She's like, these are my people's as fam, the stat and the third. Bing, bing, bing. I'm like, yo, let your peoples know I gotta definitely work with them. But I'm like, I don't know if they're gonna be feeling me, cause there was a little bad smoke when I was commenting. <laughs> um, so, so, I'm going to have to chime in, right? So, I come across what I saw was like, yo, I like this dude. So, me and my husband scrolling on Instagram and he's doing his thing. I'm like, yo, I came across this dude. Watch his content. So, we going through your videos and I'm like, yo, I got to work with this dude. My husband was like, how do you know that so quickly? I'm like, yo, he reminds me so much of myself. Just way more bolder. And I'm bold. Wow, that's crazy. And I, you know what? Why? Salute to the husband. Salute to the husband, number one. He's here. Shout out. Salute to the husband. I'm going to tell you something. You know, one thing I have to mention, um, I, I, let me give a shout out to 98% of the women I ever worked with that was in relationships um, marriages never gave me no issues. You know what I'm saying? I probably had better chances. I had better ordeals with husbands than I did boyfriends. Boyfriends were more short term at the time. Husbands were with the wife, like, yo, listen, this is what I want to do with her. Bing, bing, bing. And it was love. So I appreciate that. The love that y'all was able to see both of that. I think I think that's the thing too, because I didn't know if you were Santos's partner with podcasts. So I didn't want to step on any toes. Like, 
Is that your co-host or something like that? Or you just don't know because I know he was trying to do a, excuse me, he started his podcast. Right, he did. Right? Time he was promoting it on my joint, like you know, we saw the panel, like we had a little family, that 50 people that would pop up on a regular basis every night. Huh? We was doing a live every night on, oh, that's crazy, every night live. That's a lot of work. Live? Every, we was doing, I was doing a live every single night around 1030 for the past four or five months of this year. Are you still doing it currently? Um, I calmed it down now to like, I try to do it like five nights a week. It's still a lot. Yeah, <laughs> But I post it, well, no, technically I post every day. So if I miss two, three days, I'm on vacation more, not, not break. Right. Bring. I don't think it's be like, oh, crazy motherfucker, you don't want to talk to nobody, you shut down. No, I just need to, you got to take that little vacation, you know? You always do. Yeah. It's overwhelming. It could be too much. You have to. Yes, yeah, very overwhelming. And, and the fact that we had such um, the rapport of like, all right, listen, we're going to build a trilogy here. We're going to build a group. I'm like, nah, I said, I said, with you, I said, I got to get on a professional camera. A professional camera, because you started doing the TikTok videos. <laughs> <laughs> like you let me tell you something one thing i learned about tiktok tiktok shows your real expression like some people could just be doing the thing like da, 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 and all that and it, anybody can do it. but then, you you was into it i was i was going to hunt it for real you know, I, I, those real serious those, those reels tiktok your tiktok videos is lit anybody any of my people's watching or y'all watching y'all know it huh her video, her TikTok videos are lit. So when I watched that, I was like, and I'm thinking from a director perspective, I'm like, hmm, I need to get her on 1080p camera, or we need to kind of do some improv. So I'm starting to think like that. I'm like, I think the world needs to see this New York, I use the word swagger, but that kind of that New York, that New York juice, you know what I mean? And I felt that you had that among your crew as well, clearly. So that's where the, the expression was like, oh, we need to build with that. So, so salute to Santos, man. Santos is definitely uh, bros. And, you know, re representing Brooklyn. So automatically, we got to, it's, we, we, it's a vibe that we have. Because most of the dudes, these YouTubers I know, like I said, they from out of town, even a woman. Very seldom we read that. So that was actually a really dope situation about that. But I, I, I think that the, the videos... You probably downplay it because you don't even realize that you have this talent. If you gave you a script and I'm like, yo, listen, you need to play this real passionate woman that been through this, that, and the third, and you, you, you're going to go in. The, the proper direction, director, you would be able to carry that over. I know that. You know what I'm saying? So you, 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 when you see that, you know, like, all right, this is why we know we have to make a unit and work together. Not talk about it like it's legit. So yeah. do you understand right now my vision on how I'm trying to see this, and I will back it up, and I think you'll appreciate it more. She 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 represents as well on live videos. This ain't taped right now. I mean, you look at the lighting, and all that. So of course that means when we put a camera on, we want people to be able to know that you have the makeup done already. I don't even understand what videographers go through. The reason why we say are you makeup and hair ready is because when that light and that camera hits your face. We got the right lenses. We don't have to worry about tweaking nothing. It's just cutting some little parts out on an editing. Wow. So you you hit me with the whole production aspect of it. Yes. You're doing a podcast. Let's be real, folks. When you're doing a podcast, there's a lot of production that comes into it. 
So the people who, or the podcast, no shade to any of the podcasts out there, but a lot of the podcasts that you see that you can't see the person or right. it's not clear imagery from me, it's, it's all about that. It's important to visually show who you are. We in an age of visibility. Everything is a fucking video. Yes. So you cannot portray well on a video. That's your moment to shine. That's your moment to be like, all right, let me come correct. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's this also this notion, right? All the time on fucking Instagram about makeup, no makeup, filter, no filter. And for me, yo, whatever you feel beautiful in, right. whatever you feel the fuck most comfortable in is what you should come in. Right, right. But feel comfortable. Don't, don't, don't try to, don't try to drag yourself into something that you ain't comfortable. In. Crazy. Right. There's right. a lot of females who like to conform. There's a lot of females, and those are the ones who you don't, you don't look comfortable in your own skin. Nah, nah, nah. I, 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 I can tell that the minute I look at somebody, I can tell if a woman. Listen, shout out to ladies. If you go get you a fake butt and you feel better with it, that's great. But just understand, we can see if you're proud of it, and and, and mm -hmm. you're. And, the level of being proud of that, if you're going to do it, I mean, to each his own, do understand that your walk is going to show if you're confident with it. You know what I'm saying? The way you sit, the way you crush your legs, the way you wear your leggings, the way we see you in the gym, we can tell if you did it with that. So if you, if, you, if you felt that that made you feel good, great. If it makes you feel good, without a doubt, you ain't hurting nobody, cool. But don't get to that point where you added this butt onto you now and you ain't even really working it now. And I ain't working it because working in a video, we, we speak in the terms like, you can't walk proud with that booty. It's the same thing when you get a filter. It's like, don't have a filter. I'm like, yo, why'd you get that filter? That shit look, you looking, you look like you're trying to cover something up. Rather right. than, oh, that shit is dope. Yeah, it was a filter. What? You know what I'm saying? Right. No, it's true. But, you know, for, for me, it's all about, like I said, it has a lot to do with confidence. Like, you know, you can see a woman who is confident with no makeup or makeup. Right. So for me, it's all about, but again, you want to present yourself in the best way. Right. So for me, I'm really, um, I want to stay anal when it comes to production because I know that this is, this is my opportunity. Somebody could be seeing something like yourself <laughs> and, 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 see potential, and see potential. So I appreciate you saying that. Um, salute to my man, Ask Nathaniel. I appreciate you saying that. Um, that, 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 that production is, is serious. You know, one thing that I have to admire about that is what I've known in a lot of videos of people of color, we tend to, we don't put the work into our production. It's like, yo, we just boom. And we don't understand. Like, you you got YouTubers out here that may have 20 followers and they put the work in. It. And you have other ones that made 20 million subscribers because they put the work in. And have to do your, your your research. Get on YouTube, learn. You know, go to the well, we ain't gonna say our spot, but go to this particular place and they have, you know, classes and they show you how to do these things is because it's important and you know, audio quality, all that is a big deal. So um only thing that sucks tonight though, I wasn't able to use my laptop for this, so I, I didn't know how to do it. Listen, let's talk about your content really quickly. Because yeah. you say my content is beautiful and i appreciate that but your content is very professional so what i love about it is of course the lighting right. i love the setup the backdrops are always popping and i see that 
And I see what you're doing because it pops out on the camera. And right away, when I'm scrolling, your content pops out. Pops out. Wow. Because of the, the boldness and the colors you choose. Right. The brightness and the lights. I, I see all of that. So I think that's what's most appealing to me about your content is for a man. And I don't want to say all men's content because there's some. But right. yours is, is very bright. It's bold. It's. It's. It just stands out. Now, wow, wow, that means it, a lot. It drew me to you, because I said that, it drew me to you. And then when I heard your perspective on topics, because I was I was talking to you about this earlier, about how a lot of women can be intimidating, or intimidated, rather, by your controversial content. Because a lot of times, you both, no filter, no... You won't hold back. You give your opinion. So what would you what would you say to women who, who may be intimidated to do an interview with you because you could be, like I said, controversial? That is a great question. Um, for one, like I was saying, we, we talked about this off camera previously, and it's funny how the intimidating factor, I guess I can see which is interesting because you said that, but I guess I can see that, and thank you for showing love on the production as well. Um, I guess the intimidating factor would be the boldness of saying the unthinkable. Like, I guess that tends to intimidate people because most men, we, in a dating life, we tend to not be as blunt because we don't want to kill the deal. It's almost like, well, I'm going to tone myself down. And we probably never bring that out now unless we get comfortable. That's so true. I was going to say that. There's not a lot of men who would admit to that. Oh, and think about that. So if you're if you you looking at it from that perspective, I think what happened with me, shout out to my father on this one, but I think what happened to me, my father used to always say, I'm going to tell you, I feel whether you like it or not. And he said, if you don't say it, it's going to bother him later. So he was a person to hold, really hold the grudge because he, he couldn't he couldn't sleep. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So now that same attitude, well, listen, I can't be him, but that is my DNA. And I've learned that I had that ability too. So I've learned that I was toning down mm. for the comfort I kind of didn't want to scare people but i think when i started doing these videos the controversy i started getting to the point like yo fuck it man like excuse my french but it's gonna be what it be and i felt as if like that may be the issue may be intimidated but wow. also i feel that if anybody that's it that is around let's see what they say because you know you gotta feed your followers that's the name of the game Absolutely. All of us, you know, that's what matters. So you could think, you could have something planned that you want to do, but you got to feed them. So if the people are coming to me and they're like, yo, the rawness, the... The, the realness. The realness, uncut, the, mm -hmm. the funny stuff. The, I can't get there now because I'm not there, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm on your platform now, but to get there, I would have to be in a real heated situation. But from a performer perspective, I said, well, hey, I got nothing to lose because not like I'm not like I'm walking around like this every day. I'm thinking like this, but I feel that if a person feels intimidated, 
I think they sh they will get closer to me by asking a question mm. rather than disagreeing. You see what I'm saying? Disagreeing then it's a intimidating factor because you know I'm gonna go ham. But right. if you ask a question, you're gonna see a different side of me. You know what I mean? Like you're you're, you're being concerned. You could say, "Well, I disagree," and I'm like, "Okay, disagree," and fucking explain yourself. Bing, right. bing, bing. And they're like, "See, this why I didn't want to talk to that crazy nigga." But <laughs> if, if, if they ask the question, they'll learn more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel that. The perception, yes, I was concerned about that. I was. I'm not going to lie. And I almost forgot when you mentioned that today because I'm like, wow, I, I remember I was concerned about that. So once you see me with one microphone, and shout out to the bro that just said the van video, shout out to El Bradford. What's up? Shout out to King. Shout out to King. I'll see you, bro. Um, when we were doing the, the van videos were when I used to spaz. So if anybody sees me in my van, so wait, I, what was you spazzing about? Random, random topics. Um, it'll be a lot of times I was probably spazzing on some some cornball tricking on some Latin shorty across the the seas and is knocking American women down. I was giving them the business, like heavy. Those were my main ones, and then there were situations where I may have had a conversation with a close female friend or a dude, and I may have sparked something and. I'm like, let me catch this right now. And, and, and anybody that knows there's something about the van, they're like, I don't know what it is. You could be in your car, but those van videos, you was raw. So I stopped doing that because I started doing a lot of the podcast online and, and just kind of paying attention to the podcast for the audio visuals. Yeah, absolutely. Audio for that. So then when I started getting back to this zone, I was like, yo, I think it took me, there was a video, Santos was part of this. There was a video that I did in... There was this girl called 40 Old Brass. She worked with Kevin Samuels. Okay. Her up and all that. But, you know, we, we tried for like two months with her, but it was what it was. We did the best. She was just tired of talking about the same thing with the same people that was against dating black women. Um, black men dating black women. She just got tired. And then I just got tired. I just said, you know what? I just got to do this shit myself. You know, there was a whole bunch of hosts that I started with. And I said, you know what? I have nothing. It was like, I got to the point. I said, yo, I don't care if YouTube takes my page down. What? Yep, Let's it. talk about you popping on YouTube. So, I, guys, if you guys have not checked him out, you need to do so. Ask Nathaniel on YouTube. Um, plug it in. Subscribe. Your platform is amazing. And I think it's dope how how we was talking earlier about how you, how you did hand-in-hand -hand content. I think that's amazing. And like I said, your content is real. It's situational. It's shit that people don't want to talk about. Yes. <laughs> it's shit that, that like, like we said, is very controversial. What do you feel like has, has a situation ever went left? Great question. Uh, yes, plenty of times. I, 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 in the van videos, and I'm, I'm seeing people that reminded me of that, the van videos also was dealing with trolls. Really? And I tell anybody that's doing YouTube, podcasters, they're not going to notice them dealing with the world unless you got Twitter. Twitter is relentless, right? But Twitter now is not as harsh as what YouTube is. Because YouTube now, we have the live videos. Hmm. So on these live videos um, from the van. Wow. Literally mounted to the van. You know, my work van. Shout out to my work truck. Hmm. Uh, 
and then the trolls would come in. And even 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 if there's a time somebody's disagreeing and just trying to make up, you know, yeah, well, you know, man, got to do this, and I just spasm like you dumb fuck. What are you talking about? So a lot of times, um, I had situations that went. The worst thing that went left, I remember, and I remember this OG told me, yo, I remember he, he was cool. I used to get on him and tear his ass up, but we got close to me doing that. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, literally. It was an older dude, and he used to jump in like, yeah, because he got this Colombian woman. He moving out there. See, trick-ass nigga. How the hell you living in California, nigga? You can't get you a bad Latin. You, 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 he got a great craft. He, uh, he's a carpenter. And this dude got, like, a skill. Like, he can make YouTube videos, seriously. Like, he got this way how he paints. Wow. Like, he's a beast with it. Like, to the point where you're like, damn, nigga, you need to move over here. And I remember he was doing... He used to troll my videos and talk a lot of shit, but he was a real person. Like, he would go back, we go back and forth, and I'd make a whole bunch of jokes with him, but we and him connected. I remember one time he left me a WhatsApp, and he was like, stay away from doing videos with uh, the black YouTubers. So I'm like, I right, it didn't really happen at the time. So I started doing mad videos, getting invited to do like this, right? So I went to one channel, and this one chump, he pulled me in on the channel, and I remember... Dudes was, wasn't feeling me anyway because I was getting on the brothers that were traveling. You know what I mean? Like, you know, black brothers that travel on YouTube, they out there in the DR Columbia trying to buy ass. Yes. There's a whole wave for that on YouTube. Whole wave of losers. There's like all these niggas is chumps. And mind you, the sad part is, I'm not saying I ain't never been out to these countries, but I've been out to these countries many years ago. You know what I'm saying? When it was official, when it was exclusive because it wasn't a whole bunch of these clowns out there. So they, I was against that. I was going heavy on these dudes. Few in particular. So when he brought me in on the platform live, he set me up. It's called swipe journalism. You know what swipe journalism is? Swipe journalism is no school me right now. Swipe journalism is like this: you have an interview with somebody, y'all, y'all do your thing like y'all do before, like we talk. Right, absolutely. Let's just say, you know, if that's in that situation with um, what's to do? They used to be in New York undercover. It was that with names I will never remember. But anyway, he, he had a situation where he specifically told this dude not talk about this. It was a bad thing. We was going to talk about his book. As soon as the shit hit record, nigga went, oh. he went left, right? So this dude went left and started bringing in, he brought some dude in and was like, yo, this dude is, you know, he got a lot of money. He travels around the world. He ain't just no trick. And me and this dude, he came in like, yeah, I want to address you. He thought this shit was going to be. I'm like, yo, what the, what the fuck I look like to you, bro? Like, yo, you kidding me? Yo, me and him, it, it went crazy. Get like, the fuck out of here. screaming like, yo, because now I'm, I'm tight now because I we did this shit in the crib and I wish I was in my car or my van because I would have been able to do it better. But I'm in the crib, fam, going off. Um, and that really went left. And so what happened was he basically set me up because he knew that he had another guest coming in. And that's why I learned, like, don't ever do a show when you got a guest popping in like that. That was one. And it was another time where um, just on the troll basis, man, I had, listen, I did a video recently and it was this dude, I ain't going to get, give his name because I ain't trying to give him no publicity, but right, of I, no exaggeration, 50 trolls back to back. Just hitting you up on DM? Hitting me up on the live chat. Like, ridiculous and what i was doing you know on youtube we have moderators so they could they could block okay i wasn't able to see it with the software i was using but 
everybody that was coming, I was blasting them. Bang, 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 bang. Not all of them, because some of them were just trolling trolling, but some of them were saying shit. And it was comedic at the same time. So I started using that. Now the troll thing is I like it because now I'm able to add that shit to my content. Mm -hmm. so, right, so something that went left to the point where we was, like, I was ready to kill this nigga. Like, it got bad. I was like, oh, fuck you up. But now we're sitting there looking at the phone. You, you're looking crazy. No, at the computer flipping. So, yes, it, it, it went left in that one particular video. And Reggie, shout out to Reggie, man. Reggie warned me. OG, dude. So he, he warned me with that. But, you know, it it, it happens. You know what I'm saying? And it, and, and it got ugly. And you, you, you see when men are going back and forth, it can get dangerous. So that shit. It could definitely get dangerous. I could see that. I think I think that's what makes you so dope though. Is that you able to give your opinion and not be scared to because a lot of times I'll be real. Um, you know, I told you, like we we struggle with that on the plat on, on the platform. I'm um here at Mama's is because a lot of people are at a level of transparency where it's like, listen. I don't give a fuck. That's where I am. If I give an opinion and you don't like it, I've told y'all a million times on this platform, y'all could keep scrolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to be my most authentic self because if not, it's going to come off as fake, as rehearsed, as surfaced. We could pick that up. <laughs> because what people don't understand is like, even me, I know some people have a hard time watching their own self on TV. Mm -hmm. I could get a video and I do I do like two hours a day, literally. And that shit goes by quick. By myself. Like I, I literally could do a live video for four hours nonstop. Wow. You, know? you shoot the comment, you shoot the topic, we go. And I remember I'm sitting there saying, what is it that ticks me off? I feel as if there's a presentation that we have to look at and say, I had to study to see if I'm truly me. And I remember when I was getting off these live videos, I was doing this. Yes! Thank you, God! Oh, oh! I was so... And that's when I was me. And those, those videos that I know I executed... Okay, there's two hours. I grabbed, like, five clips, but that's a lot of footage. So I grabbed the funniest thing of what somebody could catch. I, you know, I, I wouldn't even put nothing more than a minute. And I'll put that, that post up. I'm like, yeah! So I knew when I was really my pure self, like no hold back. Yeah. One of the biggest things people are afraid to talk about. You know, number one, you can't you can't put down any Jews or gays online, right? Well, way to discuss it without a video being flagged. You know what I'm saying? There's a way to discuss it where they could say, mm, I see what you're saying. Why? Because I got a lot of Jews that listen to my channel and a lot of gays that do. So Wow. Right, because there's things that you gotta make sure that you involve them in. So there there was no, other than that, there's nothing I'm afraid of on that side because I know that I'm going to talk about, they're not going to talk about it. Dudes ain't going to talk about, you know, going through changes with their wives or suffering, mm -hmm. you know, ED, you know, forbidden shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or talk about her husband ain't touched her in two years. She she gonna take a picture on Instagram. It's gonna be like, yo, we lit. Our relationship is incredible. But that, I'm like, that's preach. Four o'clock in the morning, and then you see fifty people listening, and they're not even coming because they listening. I'm like, let me do this thing. How how can my husband touch me again? 
Why he's not touching me again? Why why she not touching me no more? Does my because my husband is not touching me, does that mean he's cheating? No. In most cases, he probably got a porn addiction. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So women now are like, they may come in and say, Well, I beg to differ. I'm like, yo, this is not a beg to differ conversation. This may not apply to you, but this woman that this will apply to. A woman may think if a man's not touching me no more, he got to be doing something else. Why? Because she's doing something else. Not saying she is, but when a woman doesn't want to touch her man no more, doesn't want to be grossed out from him, ill, it's, in most cases, she's seeing somebody else. Women don't like that feeling of sleeping with two or three guys, knowing that she could be called the worst thing that no woman. You can't call a prostitute a prostitute. You can a conversation with a prostitute be like, so what do you call yourself? And she may say, escort, I'm a hustler. I'm like, you don't call yourself a hoe? And she's like, I wouldn't say a fucking hoe, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. I'm, I'm scared to know. Did you ever have that conversation before? Yeah, I had No. Yesterday, I had a conversation with a woman that I know very well, and she do what she do. Right. I, 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 I said, let me ask you a question. Like, what do you consider yourself? She made all these different answers. Right. Get money, she do what she do, guys do it. I'm like, you don't call yourself a, a slut or a whore? And then she's like, well, slut, the difference is with a slut, she doesn't make money, a whore does. And she was right. So, like, it, it, these are things that people want to know because who's going to talk about this in the bow level? So instead of challenging the situation, mm. let's let's work on a crowd that wants to know. Let's let's work on the one that says, hmm, like, I got these issues and I don't know who to talk to about. People, especially men, men are afraid to go to the doctor. Yo, it's such, that's such a fact. Tell you. Another thing, that's another thing what I think was very drawing for me to your content was that you bold, but you also have the aspect of vulnerability. Yes. Do you know that? When you say that, when you just said that, that my mom told you off, off record how it's important for me to see the perception because I could see but so much, you know what I mean? Right. I could see visuals, I could see the, the, the punchline, but I can't see the vulnerability, so... I can see that that could be the perception. I need you to explain that to me. Now, why? How? How did you pick that up? It's something about your energy. Your energy is because we we both from New York, and we were talking about this earlier. A lot of people like to say, "Zeta, stop yelling." No, motherfucker, this is my regular voice. I speak confidently. That's what we do. And oh. I'll tell you that I'm Puerto Rican. So, <laughs> but. Open. <laughs> it's something about the transparency in the topics that you talk about that allow me to see the vulnerability side of you. And for instance, let me show you an example. You put up a video on your Instagram a couple of days ago when I was watching it. Right. And you had highlighted or you had asked the question about black men. And you were like, black men, what are we doing? The video was of a woman putting air in her tire while her fucking husband was sitting in the car scrolling on Instagram. And for me, that's what let me see, like, you doing it in your own way, right? Mm -hmm. right. You, you giving the message in your own way, but there's still an aspect of vulnerability. 
Right, 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 right. Fact. What made you post that video? That that video was dope. I just shared it with my husband. I'm like, motherfucker, I ain't never putting in ties ever again. Not even if he don't make me do that. Let's put that on the record. But I just thought it interesting to see that. Um, what, what's, what's crazy is I literally was today Thursday, so I literally did that video. That that I that was I, I was in the car. I'm in Jersey, literally in Bayonne at Walmart. And, you know, anybody that knows when I be in the car and I'm doing videos, I wasn't even doing a video. I was literally trying to just eat my little veggie, little sandwich and shit, you know, at the, <laughs> what's the name of that little gas station there that serves the sandwich? And I love that little spot. Is it Quick Check? No. Quick Check, yeah, Quick Check. <laughs> love me some Quick Check. The shit, what? Oh, you tell your calories, order your little sandwich, pay a little whatever, get your free refills. I so how about sandwich and shit? Love, love, love the mode, right? So I go out into the cars. Now with me, I'm thinking more in a version of, I love sitting in the car. Like my parents was always like this. They love sitting in the car and watch the world. Like let's mm. sip, but they sipping on something. That's that's a date. Like people yeah. don't understand. Go to dinner, like nigga. We gonna we gonna get some quick check and sit in this car, and watch all these people come in and out of this store. They talk mad shit, right? They talk mad shit. So. I literally got over there by when it was pumping the air just to get away from everybody. So this one chick pulls over there all aggressive. I'm like, mm. she got to be from New York. Like, she she pulled and took three spaces rather than everybody in Jersey pulled straight into the space where the, right. where the air is, right? So she's taking up. So nobody's able to go into one, two, and three. She takes all three spaces. So she gets out of there. So then this uh, one girl pulls up, cutie, too. And I'm like, wow, look. You no, know, so you know, I'm with the joint or whatever, and I'm like, she like, you're a funny dude. I'm like, no, nah, hold on, let's see what she gonna do. So she got out. I'm like, as she's getting out, somebody else grabbed the air. So I'm like, damn, I ain't gonna be able to see Shorty do what she do. So she got back in the car. She waited. So as she waited, another she was coming out. Another car pulls up. It was the couple, and the woman, the black sister, came out the car first. Wasn't even paying no mind to this. And I'm watching it. She had three kids in the back and the dude was in the passenger seat. There was three She comes out back? three back of that damn car. That's right. And I'm talking like one had to be big enough. The video. That's crazy. <laughs> I, 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 when I seen that, I still wasn't, because I seen her approach the Spanish girl, like, you know, can I have that air when you finish? You know how you right. get there. They try to get their little free air and shit. Right. So, the dude is in the passenger seat. He looking at the girl, whatever. Everybody looking at her. Because she, you know what I'm saying? She came out there with her little regular clothes. But she was nice, right? So she gets back in the car. The, the sister grabs the air. And she starts. I said, hold the f*** up. I don't believe what I'm saying right now. I said, hold on. Let me take. Now, I, I got tinted windows on the car. So I said, let me just take a click. Because I could have been making a video of everything I've seen. Yo, that would have been crazy. So I, I was in the. Zoom, but I, I was like, damn, I got mad because it's like I should have pressed record a long time ago. I wasn't thinking, you know, direct. You can't shift. Got direct in mind. You got to always think direct. Oh, it's so true. And it's twenty four seven. I go to sleep waking up like, hmm, that's a good film. I do a film right in the spot. Shout out to everybody that let me work with their kids from all the above when I did my shorts. So anyway, the girls put me in a tie. This nigga looking down like click. I was like, I made the meme right there. I literally made this shit right there. That's true. all that, I made that. I, I made it right there and posted it. Dude gets, she, dude, she gets, she goes to the store. He gets out the car, smokes a cigarette, goes across the street to the storage. Anybody know the, 
to Walmart in Bayonne, New Jersey. Goes across the street. She comes out. I told her, I said, watch it. I told Shorty. I was like, yo, watch this motherfucker. She gonna go, she gonna go right across the street and follow his ass too. Like nothing ever happened. Bum ass nigga that wasn't going to the store with her. He wasn't trying to pay. And I was like, you know what's funny, man? This right here. And I and I seen, I'm like, you know what? If that if that dude was with that Spanish girl, and this is real shit. If he was with that girl, the one he was stretch checking, he would have never did that shit. Mm. Why do you think that is, though? I think that's, a, that's a real interesting topic, and 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 I'll and I'll say this, and this may be. Nah, say it. Ugh. Say but I got because it. it's on my soul. If you don't say it, I'll say it. I I think that there's a silent competition mm -hmm. between black girls and Spanish girls. Right. It is. And we all the same people. Let's put that in perspective. Right. And for me, I don't know if that's a black girl, Spanish girl thing, because I felt I felt that was really prevalent in New York. In New York, I went to school in Queens. Um, I went to Catholic school my whole life. Went to St. John's Prep out in Queens. And what, part of, what happened? What part of Queens? Astoria. Astoria, okay. Salute to Astoria. But there was a lot of people, and then shout out to some people who just jumped on the live. They actually went to high school with me. Um, there was a lot of people from Southside Jamaica, Queens. It was it was really like a melting pot. But Queens is, yeah. Yeah, it was my first it was my first look at how there was so much competition between women mm -hmm. and especially the the black and Latina community. Right. When it came to that. And it was just always a notion of like silent competition or and you see for me, I played ball in high school. Right, so you was with the Thomas population all that yeah. Cowboy of girls, just and and for me, I wasn't Spanish enough. Wow, girls, and I'm not black enough for the black girls. What? So I played this weird role because it was like, yo, I can never connect with my people because as a New York Puerto Rican, anybody who's New York Puerto Rican understands that. We don't speak Spanish. We can understand a motherfucker to yeah, the very... That's true. That's true. That's a I couldn't know if you cursing me out or trying to play me, but my Spanish uh, is no bueno. Mm -hmm. So for me, I struggled with, with identity because for me, I so was like... I was so connected to 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 the black side of things. And I, and I, and I know that sounds horrible, but it was just what I connected to is what I resonated with. It was It was my culture. Right, right, right. I grew up playing ball and 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 being outside with the guys and the girls. Right. So like I went to I went to high school and I wasn't girly enough. Right. And I feel like a lot of times now, I feel like we finally get into a point now where women, if it is real love, not mm -hmm. fake love, because we spoke right. about that our mamas. If 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 it is real love, women are starting to let their guard down and understand that. When you see another woman that's beautiful, because a lot of times it has to do with self-confidence. Yes, yes. Because I'm I told you in private, I'm not I'm not for a lot of women. A lot of women can be intimidated by me because I can be looked at as aggressive, assertive, upfront. Strong. And strong. And 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 some females don't wanna don't wanna fuck with that because right. it they may feel I, I don't want to, I don't want, I think it's intimidated. I, I'm not trying to make myself God right. seem as if something I'm not, but. 
it, 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 it is it, it could be intimidating because you got to think about this let me reiterate and tell you that only you either gonna have people to follow you or really fuck with you because mm. the thing is it's not not the average girl ain't like that the average woman doesn't have that waviness about her. So a lot of times, and let me answer this before I forget, when you spoke on the, the, the mode of, you know, the, the quiet competition, I'm going to tell you why. See, music fucked that up. See, what happened is, wow. I came to a time where break dancers, we all knew Puerto Rican and Blacks was the best dancers. Like, mm. we have break dancing even though I was a shorty shorty, I wasn't break dancing in a circle with these dudes. But if you come up in the Bronx and do your history, Puerto Ricans and blacks unified. Mm. We, 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 we looked at them as just Spanish blacks. It was never different. So right. If, right. if there was a mode of a black guy dating a Spanish girl, a black woman would probably take it as if he's with this Spanish girl because he don't like dark skinned women. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now she feeling that tension where she's like, well, damn, you know what I'm saying? I see you. You got you a nice body. We built the same. She's kind of confused. So in response, she tries to, she's going to use that shit to her benefit. Like, fuck you, bitch. You don't like me? Now I'm going to fuck the nigga. Like, I didn't want to deal with him before because he was my homeboy. But just because right now you hating and then bang. Yeah. And that same that same mind state grows into the kids and then she grows up thinking the same. So what ends up happening is that when you go to school, the average dark skinned dude was rocking with a light skinned girl or a Puerto Rican girl. Right? right. And then if you had a dude that was light skinned, he was rocking with the dark skinned girl. So I feel that living in New York, there's more dark skinned and brown skinned women, black women than there are light skinned. Correct. I yeah. feel that the color, once the color, the color nonsense started kicking in and all this nonsense and of course media kicked in, it made it worse because now we back into the 80s again. This shit was going, we was doing good in the 80s, but in the 90s, she started taking a direction. You started leaving black woman for white woman, marrying, hosting it and all the above. And of course, you as a, a Spanish woman, a Puerto Rican at that, you have your admiration for a black woman one way or another. Absolutely. And the black woman feels as if she doesn't get the credit. For example, black sisters don't even credit the other black sister. Like Nicki Minaj, they're going to tell little Kim that good looking and paved the way. Let's do a unification toward. No, you'll never see Nicki Minaj in a concert. <laughs> It's just never gonna happen. When you you're more likely to see Jay Z and Nas to get well, they clearly they friends again. You can't you can't go talk to Nas. You can't even do an interview with Nas and ask him a question about either. He'll walk away from the interview. See what I'm saying? So on a positive note, the main kind of could get past, but women, even as rich as these women are, they still can't get past that because of that undertone. And they're black women. So now it's even worse with Cardi B being Latin and then she beefing with um, um, Nicki Minaj, you know what I'm saying? So that same thing goes in the real world because the black woman to come out her door, she see the black dude with the Latin girl, and then the Latin girl's like, "Well, I know your family ain't gonna like me, so fuck them and let them do what they do. I'm minding my business. I ain't had no problem. Your sister's beautiful. Why she hating on me?" So 
it becomes a mode of, well, damn, you know, there's a lot more black female rappers, of course, that you know of than Latin rappers, right? Absolutely. You know, so it's not like you don't know who Little Kim is. It's not like you don't know who Carl is. It's not like you don't know who a homegirl from Texas is. Well, I forgot, I forgot her name. But I feel that credit has to be shown. I, I feel if J-Lo, for example, can pay homage to a black woman in a song, that will inspire another black woman to pay homage to a Spanish woman. Yo, I so love that. Let's let's drop some hearts in the comments. That who okay, who would you think J Lo should pay homage to if she had to pay homage for any woman? That's a great question. I think J Lo, being a being that black woman now, when we think of the big butt, let's just keep it a buck. J Lo had the crown for the biggest booty. Always, in always. Always, up until Kim Kardashian smashed that, even though Kim shit is plastic, whatever, if you ask the average person right now who got the biggest booty, they're going to say Kim Kardashian, right? Right now. So if, if we could have J-Lo give credit to, let's just say J-Lo does a, a concert or a video, she's like, yo, I want to bring out one of the baddest sisters, and, that, and those are exact words. I want to bring out a special guest right now, somebody that showed me love, somebody that inspired me. When I was crying, when I was a little kid, I looked up to this woman, and bang, 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 and a shocker con walk out. Woo! Oh, shit. like, where that from? If, 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 if Kim Kardashian said, you know, she's not a singer, but if she could literally pop out and, and do an interview or she could do the shit on the show and just be like, I'm going to show y'all a woman that I admired and looked up to. And, and it, 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 you know, nobody probably knew that this woman meant the world to me. She inspired me. I wanted to be her when I was a kid. Mary J. Blige. Yo. I thought you was going to say Mary before because you said she done got me through some shit. Mary done got me through some shit. So right. Well, 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 really, Mary J.'s inspiration is really actually Shaka Khan. Mm. Like that's really her. That's the reason why she's where she's at. She said she wouldn't be doing. She would be doing hair if it wasn't for Shaka Khan. So Mary, if you see the reason why Mary's in a position that she's in, because Mary's transparent. She's emotional. She is expressive. She ain't got no. She will cry on the stage in front of millions of people. She have did that shit a million times. Bing. Recently, we just had a man that cried and threw his diss in him, and Jeff Bezos gave the nigga hundred million dollars. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, literally, Van, the the, the, the dude from the, the interviewer, the big the book, gave the nigga $100 million, look it up, and said, do anything you want to do with it. And I had cousins of mine trying to make jokes to this dude when he won, you know, when, when Biden won the presidency. He's like, oh, wow, Van is always crying. I'm like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Don't sit up there and act like you never cried for nobody, you know what I'm saying? You know, that, that speaks on vulnerability when it comes to men. It's extremely hard for y'all to do that. Yes. You, you you have to show the motive. I feel that more Spanish women, especially Dominican women, because Dominican women have a very bad um, impression in New York City where, number one, they, they, they don't consider themselves black and Spanish, so, which they are. And the fact Absolutely. that they are more black I mean, Puerto Ricans, women were the only ones we knew was black coming up, right? Right. 
Rican male, female, they, they were black. They was niggas to us, right? Dominicans are even more black physically. Yes, absolutely. They know, like, yo, when you're getting your hair done and you're getting that wrap and you're getting the crimp and you're getting the cut, the Chinese, come on, man, that's clear. You know what you do. You getting that treatment, you getting them rollers, they setting that. You know what it is. You, 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 you know, if you're dealing with a black man and you're going to the right spot up in the marina, where the marina's going now. Oh, uh, yeah. Mateo, Mateo used to own the spot. He was trying to be the mayor, but that's he did. He better just open the spot back up, whatever. But you go up down right now, you're going to see. Dominican woman, the only difference is they speak Spanish. You're seeing visual sisters, big hips, gigantic asses. Some are fake, most are real. And you look at another black woman and you're not telling me that she inspires you. You're not telling me that you didn't mm. buy them jeans because you knew that that waist, you had to get a certain size and you had to get your shit hemmed from the top. Like, let's stop it. So, if you and the same, and I'll get to the brothers in the community, but the woman, the reason why there's the separation, basically to answer your question, is y'all don't pay homage. When you give somebody homage, people will give you a pass. See, the difference with us as black men, non-black dudes, they can't help to give us the pass. Because a white dude will come up, yo, what up, brother? Yeah, I got my Jordans on. Look at me, and he gonna let it be known. I'm, I'm I love you. I'm, I'm I fucks with you. Right. A, a Spanish woman to come in the store, she'll come in a spot. She's not going to go. Number one, a, a black woman will go to a Dominican hair salon, but a Dominican woman will not go to a black hair salon. She won't even fuck with it. That is true. But let me, let me also explain why culturally, though, I think that happens. A lot of times, what do we say about Puerto Ricans, right? I'm half, guys. I'm, poor, I'm half Puerto Rican, half Dominican, so I'm, I'm best of both right, worlds. Right there. Right. Uh, Puerto Ricans, like you said before, we fuck with more of the black culture. We were Americanized. Our parents spoke English to us. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times in Dominican culture, it was different. It was more um, more family-based. Um, uh, and, and let's be honest, a lot of Puerto Rican homes were not settled. Right, right. Um, whereas Dominican homes, a lot of times mother and father there all the time, even though... And I don't want to stereotype every family, but right. in some families, even if the father was stepping out or whatever, he was still showing up. In Puerto Rican families, a lot of times that was not. The crack epidemic hit us hard. Oh. And a lot of our fathers was gone or mm. not around. Um, so we didn't, I, I feel like with, with the Dominican side of things, it's very cultural, it's very family, it's very tight knit. They right. don't let people into their circle. So if, they, if they're going to go somewhere, just like the Jews, they go community. So they're right. going to go to the Dominican store. They're going to go to the Dominican hair salon that their aunt owns, that their cousin owns. Right, they will. That's Whereas true. Whereas us, Puerto Ricans, and I say us, me being Dominican too, us, um, we didn't have that. We were searching for that. Oh, we're right about that. We searching for community. We searching for it because a lot of our homes is broken due to crack, due to drugs, due to alcohol. And... Dominican families weren't like that. Well, it wasn't that rapid here around that time. True, true, true. Puerto Ricans were everywhere. Yep, Puerto Ricans were everywhere. So you think about that struggle. That's a great, a great comparison because, you know, I feel that Puerto Ricans had the advantage because they are part of the United States. Fact. 
That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? You in Puerto Rico, you know, you look at your long distance phone bill back in the 90s, and shit says, yo, Puerto Rico, Virgin Islands, and Canada. Right. <laughs> that's all considered the U.S., you know what I'm saying? So that's one thing. But with DR, with the independence and a lot of things, I feel that the mindset when they came here of trying to get, you know, getting slightly political from the Haitians and stuff, I feel that they had more of a, a resentment to their blackness more yeah. when Puerto Ricans, like you said, probably didn't have the culture of the family structure as strong, so they was able to identify with another black person because my black ankles was fucked up too. So we, exactly. and my, like my, my boy, my boy boy, this dude, Puerto Rican, I remember his mom's walked out on him at 15 years old, went to smoke a dub and never came back. He had to watch all three of his brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying? When that's that's a combination of well, blacks of course went through the same shit the crack epidemic. Dominicans wasn't even out here suffering on those numbers the way they are. You know, they're a lot more out here now, but it wasn't out here as strong. You know what I'm saying? Dominicans was getting money uptown and we was moving and doing what they was doing. But overall, it's, it's I think they came in with a resentment of something they didn't want to be part of. You know, living in Haiti, seeing the poor and. They already had their personal issues, but instead of the time I got here, it's like, yo, I ain't no black person. It's like, hold the fuck up. Like, you got sisters coming to y'all to do the hair because they don't want the sisters fucking with the hair because they're going to cut too much off. So, <laughs> y'all, you got to start showing the sister. Like, you can't be on your Dominican floor. You got a Dominican that grew up in the hood and she was 100% Dominican and she grew up here and she grew up in a black neighborhood. In most cases, she probably could identify a little better. But, if the family got their little stuff in her heirs, now you you avoiding the mode of homage. Now you just creating more like we we struggled together, black and Puerto Rican. Now y'all and y'all fucking it all up. Like have, just pay homage. Like we, we we when we see dudes in the streets and we we uptown and we see other Dominican dudes and they they see how you do. You got you got Yeezys on your feet. You got you got um. Slim cut jeans on, you gotta fit it, nigga. At the end of the day, you know y'all wasn't dressing like that in DR, um, ever, unless you got deported, nigga. You wasn't, you wasn't dressed like that. So let's just keep it a, a buck and know that those slim cut jeans started in rap culture in the streets in the eighties. So you, you rocking, you playing, you 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 doing the culture. You know what I mean? If I, Ooh, you part of the culture. Pay homage. Pay blacks pay homage to DR a little too much. They play homage like, yo, I went out there to coach, I was doing this. I'm like, okay, reggae thong. You ask the average black person right now, where did reggae thong come from? They're gonna be like DR. No, it didn't. Nigga started in Panama. Yes. Wow. Yes. So now you got going all that. Now let's get it, let's not get it twisted. I shout out to my Panamanian because my, my goddaughter's Panamanian. She just had a sweet 16 in Florida. She's beautiful. She's doing her thing. I didn't go out there, unfortunately, but I said her bread or whatever. So it started out there. When you listen to Dembo, and I love Dembo. I ain't going to lie. I love it. The first thing you're going to think about is a bad Dominican trick. That, what? 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 Right? You ain't going to think of no Puerto And even though Puerto Ricans perfected it, after the Panamanians, Dominicans just took that shit and gave no credit. Mm. None. Like, you got a couple artists that will bring in a, a, a Romeo Santos or something like that in the song, but the, but the bottom line is, who is Afrobeats? Afrobeats started in Africa. Then we yeah. took 
reggae. Now you got reggae thrown like you. You ain't giving credit to nobody. You ain't giving credit to Africa. You ain't giving credit to to Panama. You're not giving credit to Jamaica, Trinidad, nothing. So that that creates. You know what I mean? That that confirms our separate how separated we are. So the same thing with the woman. The women are like shit. They know if they're gonna get a black man that got some money or he playing ball. They're going to have to do what Kim Kardashian's mother taught them to do. Yo, get, get that big old ass on you. Get that hair done tight. Stay fly from head to toe and mm -hmm. show up at them damn basketball games in the front row seats. And mm -hmm. Dominicans jumped on that the same way, but it's just like at least they were telling them, listen, you're going to get the brothers. The problem was don't pay homage to that black woman because she's going to outshadow you. And, and, and it worked, of course. She, she can't really pay homage, but that's why I don't rock with Kim Kardashian. So that same separation among black and Latin women, unfortunately, we, we, we were close. Because when I was in school, blacks and Latins were close. They wasn't fighting. Now there's that little soft competition because nobody's paying homage. No one. I love, I love that. That's, that's the best remedy for it that I have heard is... Let's pay homage. And you know what? Let's pay homage both ways. You know what, what I mean? Let, let not color get involved or ethnicity or race because there's a lot of women, there's a lot of women that I fuck with who their content, they may be black, white, yellow, gray, whatever. And if I see someone that, like you said to me, inspired me, right. I'm going to pay homage because it's important. Because I think it's, you know what, Nathaniel, I think it's a lot more than just color too. I think it has a lot to do with personal ego. Yes. We very competitive by nature, regardless of color, right? Right. We very competitive. And when we see another woman, oftentimes when we feel inspired, the little bit inside of us tells us, well, why can't we do that? Or right. I could do that. Right. Or I could look like that. And, and that secret animosity is what, what causes that subliminal hate. Yep. So yep. for me, it's more about, yo, regardless right. of color, regardless of ethnicity, background, culture, if you see another woman that you feel like, yo, this bitch inspired me. She did, She said something today that really resonated with me. Pay homage. Um, just just get, get into the habit of that. Like, people love to be, you know how it feels? I had a neighbor one time that used to annoy me because he drive with this loud car. Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, nigga, you again? <laughs> in my car, pulled one of my cars out or whatever. He pulled up. He was like, I seen the car pull. I'm like, so you know my face. I'm like, yo, pulling up on me. Rode a window down. He's like, yo, I love your wheels, bro. I always wanted to tell you that, man. I love your wheels. Yo, from that day, I was like, damn, I feel fucked up. I was like, yeah. Every yeah. time that loud piece of shit, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, man. That's my man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so true where someone could, someone doing that could really um, pull down your, your guard. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Who gives you a compliment like that. That's why it's power in, in, in being yourself yeah. and, be, and being vulnerable. Because like I said, a lot of times men and women, we cannot give another person a compliment without thinking it's going to take from self. And, and, and that makes you combative because if you think about it, listen. Not everybody is a, a, a stylist. Not everybody just knows how to put shit together. Like I'm gonna put this together. Most people now literally go on Instagram and watch somebody else dress and see what the baby's wearing, and they go get the shit. They go get some white jeans, some white ups. I'm like, nigga, 
since 82, you know what I'm saying? And it's going to go back and forth. Adidas been out since the 70s. So, well, shell tops. But you, you got to know where you say to yourself, when a person has a certain style, what inspires you? I know I came from an era where my mother and father was listening to a lot of 1970s music. Mm. There was freestyle. Puerto yeah. That was their shit. Like, oh, yeah. the cover girls and all that, the Jets. Like, I used to watch all these girls, you understand? And I feel that there was a time where black women was admiring them. Like, I remember black girls in school, I swear to God, I remember my homegirl Kendra Cook used to be like, yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. It was cool to be Puerto Rican because Puerto Ricans was lit. Because wow. they out and they had rhythm and they spoke English. Yes, that's so, the biggest thing. Yes. Through my homegirl's mother now, my, my homegirl, well, her daughter got a 900,000 view video on my, my channel. Just to let you know, look at her. She's wow. a girl her mother doesn't really speak english you look at her mother her mother's the same complexion as me doesn't speak a lick of english now Danielle, like she she don't speak no english if you look at her and she didn't open her mouth you're gonna see a black woman american woman. Mm -hmm. see what i'm saying so like you you have to realize when you look at somebody in the mirror and you're looking like it's like little kids you ever see little kids little kids know another little kid a little kid to see the adult make your skin out. Oh, they see a little, ah, hey, hey. They so see true. you three, you see, they know. So when you're looking in the mirror, how could you just take all that and then, yeah, that's why I don't fuck with them. But yeah, you're trying to beat them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That, that rather than, nah, fuck with y'all. You can tell, like, you could see a motor, like, what? If you, you see, I see you talking on videos, like, because people don't realize, bang, 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 bang. I'm like, that's some black shit, but she's Puerto Rican. She could do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So she probably fucks with black people. I could see black people like her. I could see she grew up with black people, right? You you could, it would have been even more lit. You went to a Catholic school and still accustomed to that because that was your environment. We, 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 we're not giving it. And I, and I admit it's on both sides because sisters, they feel unappreciated because they feel that they don't ever get the credit. That's why they got to support everybody because they don't want to look angry. Mm. Black women support everybody even when they really don't want to. Oh, a gay man gets married? Well, it doesn't matter who you love because they don't want to say anything negative because they they don't want to like... They, they can't even be expressive. They can't be expressive to... If they see a, a Spanish girl, no one like, wow, I could walk into this Walmart as a black woman with... Uh, uh, I said this video yesterday. She go walking into the video, uh, into the thing with the thing on your head. What's that she called? A bonnet. A bonnet. A bonnet on her head. Rollers under that shit. Um, bedroom slippers. You ain't even come out on those slides. You 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 got bedroom slippers. You just went out with your furry shits and a pair of shorts. As a black woman, she would be a hot mess. A Spanish woman could do that same shit and get away with it. Mm. Trust me when I. But. Even though they both, it's both. Why do we, why do we feel that way? Why is it that is judged that way? Th those are the real questions. Is why is it? Is it because, is it because? And 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 something else that I wanted to bring back up that you said. You said hip hop videos did that to Latina women. Why? Because they oversexualize us. Because what happened is, is that you have exotic and beautiful. Some women are pretty. Some women are cute. 
generally speaking, black women represent beauty. And non-black women, such as Hispanic women, represent exotic. You got exotic fruits. You got fruits that's made in America. You got the apple that's made here and shit. But then you may have a mango coming from... Some, I, let's, let's be real. I've seen some black women who look exotic to well, me. Well, if you got a black woman that looks exotic, then that's who she is. Feel me? Like, in other words, exotic and beautiful is two beautiful words. Absolutely. I mean, great words, right? Oh. So somebody oh. may say, and I, and I get it, trust me. A woman may say, well, you're exotic. You're not beautiful. She may be like, well, what you mean by that? You know, what kind of bullshit you talking about? I'm not beautiful. Or you're beautiful, or you're, you're beautiful, you're not exotic. So I'm saying, so she's going to make take. What it is is this. When you black, you black, you brown. You see a light-skinned woman and she opens her mouth and you hear a black woman with she got hazel eyes, you're like, oh shit. Like, this shit is crazy. This motherfucker is fair skinned and she's harder than this black, this dark skinned shit. Why? Because she looks white. Mm. It's kind of like a it's kind of like having white chocolate. You ever had a white um, chocolate, and you're like, this is white, it tastes like chocolate. <laughs> right? But then you have mm -hmm. chocolate is dark chocolate, right? Dark chocolate is dark chocolate. White chocolate, that's some exotic shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and nuts and cashews, you know? And, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, what it is, is that an exotic woman can get away with things that a beautiful woman may not be able to get away with. Now, the beautiful woman may be able to say, she can't fuck around and wear a bonnet. She got to make, I ain't say she got to come in here with a damn dress, but she got to be on point because her beauty could be hindered. Hmm. You can play a little bit. It could be trashy, but nice in the same sense when in her, it could demolish her. You know what I mean? So it's like you put a tattoo on a dark-skinned woman and she got mad tattoo. like, all right, you mad dark-skinned. I can barely see that shit. You know what I'm saying? Why the fuck would you mark your body up like that? You see a light-skinned chick come through with the same tats and you're like, you're going to see every last one of them motherfuckers. So it, it, it gives a different perception. It, it gives a different perception because people are afraid to say color plays a significant part. We, we God made us in different colors for a reason. You put pink hair on you, you can get away with that. You put that shit to your ass, you probably, if your hair is this short, you could put a weave of pink hair to your ass, nobody gonna question that shit. A dark-skinned a, a dark sister do that, why she got that hair, long hair weave? Unless she got dreads. She got dreads, they don't question, but they know at the end of the day, on an average, Black women don't have hair to their ass the same way as a Spanish woman. I know a Spanish woman that's bald, practically. They put a wig in that shit, you would never even believe them. See, so you, you got to know that certain things you can get away with. It don't, it, it, it's not a bad thing, but women feel it's like a man. If they, if they, she a short guy. Oh, he must have a small penis. The mm. big shit must be packing because he big. Who wants this little motherfucker? And that's, that, that could be a myth, but there could be some truth to it. The end of the day, a short guy in a suit versus a guy that's seven foot in a suit. Let's just keep it a buck. The dude that's probably seven feet will probably work that suit better than the dude that is 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 five foot four. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just it's it's unfortunate, but we have a hard time of 
embrace that because we don't want to be separated. And it's not a separate, it's just that you're unique. If you're BBW, if, you, if you're slim, you're tall, like, you can't be a BBW and then figure you could wear what the little girl wears that's a size two. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I definitely think, guys, there's different strokes for different folks, right? What's gonna, what also is gonna be attractive to some men may not be attractive to others. And for me, I, like, I don't, I hope that anybody isn't thinking that we, we trying to make this a black and Spanish thing. What I'm no. trying to say here is we no. need to unite. Right. Because we all one. And how do we do that? How do we get down to the nitty gritty of saying like, let me stop looking at this other sister or or this mama or mama Sita. I can't how many I can't tell you how many times I've heard, what's up, mama? And I'm like, is this because I'm mama's cocktail hours? Is that what you call Spanish women? You know what I mean? That is so you know what I mean? Right. Um we need to just be able to embrace each other. We need to be able, like you said, to pay homage to each other because it's it's so important for for us as women to come together. You know what I mean? And and I agree. I feel like homage needs to be paid both ways. I think that I think someone drew up in the comment someone drew up in the comments something about how women are Hispanic women are sexualized through porn and. <laughs> Who said that? Um, let me see. Let me go back. Someone. Somebody said that? Okay, so as you're looking for that, listen, nobody's more sexualized through porn than a white woman. Conversations with Glow says they sex how they perform in, in, in um, porn. Let's be real. That's why um, Spanish women are over-sexualized, is, is her perspective. Well, I, I got some. I'm going to blow your mind with this. But this is what people got to understand. The good thing about Spanish women when people don't realize is that they represent so many different entities and nationalities. That's why they are exotic. You got all this shit mixed up in one, right? Mm -hmm. White woman's a white woman, a black woman's a black woman, right? If you look at the porn industry, number one, nobody's topping a white woman in the porn industry. Facts, because they in there heavy. They hold they that. They hold that belt for sure. Spanish women are number two. And a black woman is number three. That category is so evident, that's exactly how it goes. In order for a black woman in porn to really ex really explode, visually, skin-wise, she's going to have to compete with her competitors, which is Spanish and white, right? So... If there's a motive to, to respond to what she's saying as far as it being internalized or represented through sexuality, through the porn industry, well, men like assortments. Men like, mm. you know, you go, you, when we go get a donut and they tell you, oh, we got the Halloween version. Yeah, give me that one. I never had that. Mm -hmm. You want the Boston cream, but yo, we got some shit. That, we got a Brazilian Boston cream. Yo, give me that one. That shit could taste worse, but regardless of what, it's going to be appealing. If you, if you smoke, you got weed and you got exotic. I mean, <laughs> that's what it is. It's all about your choices. I think people right. gotta realize that you, and I've I seen a gentleman there say, well, it depends on the tailoring. No, it, it does not depend on the tailoring. But what people gotta realize is you have to fit what's for you. That's going to make you unique. 
the white woman and Hispanic woman definitely got the porn industry on smash. Can't even touch it. You know what I'm saying? Red bone, light skinned woman because she's mixed with Italian or whatever mix. Yes, because she's exotic. She's light skinned. She's mixed with a white man. Anything. If your mother's black and you white, you are no longer regular. Mm. That's called mixed. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not a bad thing. So what ends up happening is that if you, well, my mother's father was black. Okay, but you're still yellow. You still have a tone that you look, you look Spanish. So what people don't realize is that closing the gap is only going to be showing the love of, I'm not saying for a Spanish woman to bring some black woman to the porn and make them better. That's not the answer. Right. But it's it's more of the tone of if you're gonna come in as a, a as, as an encourager or a um a creator or right. they say for Instagram um right you gotta think on the same mold where blacks and Puerto Ricans were doing this where we created shit niggas was poor and we still was creating fashion that is called hip hop today. That shit was created in the 1980s. So it's repeating itself right now. It's from that era. And it, is, it wasn't hip-hop because people in hip-hop wasn't dressing. Rappers wasn't dressing like that until the late 80s, early 90s. Niggas on the streets, the drug dealers was doing that shit. Yep. Oh. It was, yep. Rappers, if you want to go in history, rappers from the 1970s were wearing outfits. You know, so Sonic Force. It, these dudes were looking like R&B singers. When the streets hit it and they started bringing in basketball shoes and getting rid of the boots, let's bring these construct Tims in here, let's bring these foreign cars, niggas was getting all this money selling this crack, that would happen. It changed. LL Cool J was hanging with drug dealers when he started. That's, that's He was just representing MCM and all those Gucci things and a big rope change because the niggas that was making money with him were richer than him. Mm. So he was taking... Hey, I'm the entertainer. They're not gonna quit. They don't know who you are. Only the hood know you are. You you famous in Harlem, but you ain't famous around the world. I got a record, and that's how the shit was going. He he, but he paid homage to that. These days now, niggas just be stealing bits and pieces going over. So it creates an animosity. If a woman thinks a woman is prettier because she's light skinned and a woman thinks she's ugly because she's dark skinned nobody said that. What it is is that. Embrace, enhance your beauty. Don't try to be exotic. Mm. And if you're exotic, enhance your exoticness. You know what I mean? Like you, you, if you, if you're beautiful, you can't try to do this. You only could be beautiful. You know what I mean? When, when, what's the girl's name with the short hair? The, the white one with the big butt that that blew up. Amber Rose. Oh, Amber Rose. Yeah. Amber Rose is another one. The reason why Amber Rose popped because Amber Rose had a black head. White women don't even look good in the bald head. In most cases, if a white woman has a bald head like that, somebody gonna think something. She's sick. You know what I mean? I mean, I definitely think it was for for Amber Rose. For me, it was she's also a tall woman. She's very voluptuous, so she she was to me she she looked different than the average white woman. But she's mixed, right? Without a doubt, she isn't she white and black. She's foreign. Hmm. She's a she's a she's a Philly woman that. Yeah, she's from Philly, right? Shout out to Philly. So she has some black attributes. She got work done too, but nobody yeah. questioned it because she had them big, thick ass legs to 
supplemented. Same thing like Ice T's wife. They was able to get away. There's no difference between Ice T's wife and Amber Rose. One just was able to rock long hair, and the other one couldn't. Amber Rose don't even look good in long hair. Yeah. Have you seen her with wigs? Yo, it's, it's, if you see Amber Rose right now with a wig, you would never recognize her. Never. But the thing was with Amber Rose, she knew she had, she knew she had a black ass, a black and a Hispanic body. She knew it. And she knew that if she accentuated it, it's still going to be a black. Matter of fact, it's so accentuated right now, it's African. The biggest asses on the planet are African women. African women's butts I, are big. Dead serious. The biggest... They, yo, DR. No. The biggest natural asses on the planet, beyond Brazil, beyond, is Africa. West African. They are built like that. You see... I've seen a lot of YouTube videos with West Africans um, twerking or dancing, and they definitely have natural... Natural. Big asses. So I can agree... And let's not forget about the man, no homo, but the dudes be cock diesel with six packs and never been to the gym. <laughs> it's something in the water over there. It's something in the water over there. Well, in Jamaica, the same thing. You see everybody eating fish out there. And when I go to the juice spot in Brooklyn, you see all of them. Jamaicans are real big into taking care of their manhood. Once they gain an ounce of weight, their performance is a rapping day. A rap. So they really big on that. You see, I'm, I'm in juice spots and I see Jamaicans, old dudes online, getting that damn juice, getting them protein shakes. I, I don't even see them obese. Them niggas eat fish, bake this, bake that. You don't see them really messing with all. They eat a lot of food that we eat, but they don't eat. Their culture is fresh this, fresh that. They don't eat a lot of fried food. So unlike American men, you know what I mean? So you got the American dude now, he got to go take a diet, take supplements to look like this dude. He's naturally slim. The African dude is built like Hugungus, and this dude don't even take no steroids and just natural because he's eating monkeys or whatever he's eating over that motherfucker. But the reality is, is that this we don't know because a lot of us don't visit these countries. We, 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 we as black people, black male and female, especially black women, they, they ain't going to Africa. They're going where the black man's going. Let's go to DR. Let's go there and see what's going on. But they're not understanding that this is not what we even need to be doing. We need to understand where we're coming from, from our motherland and find out why are we so authentic over there. And the white people know that, and we don't know that. Like, Amber Rose knew at the end of the day she would have never been that famous if she didn't have that big old black African ass on her. Well, I mean, I definitely... I agree. I think, I think culturally we get things from each other. Um, and like you said, if we was able to pay homage, come together as women and stop with the competitiveness, we would get further. I mean, I don't want to take away from where we've been so far. I mean, I definitely see a lot of females embracing other females and coming together. And I think that's dope. Um, I, first of all, Let me ask you this for again. When's the last time you've been to, you go to barbecues, cookouts? Okay, um, yes, I go to barbecues. Definitely go to barbecues, but I haven't been to a barbecue in New York in a very long time. I definitely do New Jersey barbecues. <laughs> New Jersey barbecues. Widespread parking, big backyards, that's great, right? Right. When's the last time you've been to a barbecue? Now, you Latin and Dominican and Puerto Rican, right? When's the last time you've been to a barbecue with black and Puerto Ricans? 
See? Oh, I don't. But I don't. No. Now, think about our communities back in the day where the neighborhoods were split that way. Yeah. So, you, if they, if they was on the corner having a barbecue and we getting the ICs and having the platanos or whatever, it was for the hood. Everybody was together. Mm -hmm. What happened to that? So now we divided right now because everybody went on the outskirts. Jersey barbecues right now is going to be predominantly Hispanic, predominantly black, or predominantly white. Yeah, absolutely. It's cookout, excuse me, barbecues, because I always say cookouts are more ghetto. Until we're able to go to a barbecues and you see, you had a barbecue and they playing dance music and there's black people there, Spanish people, white people, and that element is there, we're going to always stay this division. It's just going to always stay like that. So the fact that you can't even remember when you literally went to a spot where you had black and Hispanic wrap it up in there. Playing reggae and and salsa and some salsa merengue. Now I don't think so. I mean, unless unless it was something a function that brought us together, right? Like a club. Like when you in a club is different. You you meshing you meshing with different communities. You in different spaces. But to say that I've been to a barbecue, no. Um, you know, my husband. My husband. He he's a more, right. and you know, he's he's so for us. It's like. We different elements. There's a lot of people in the comments, a lot of mores in the comments saying, let's not talk about color. And I, I like to say that too. I like to say like, we all want people, you know, we can all relate. We all came from the same type of struggle. Right. So I, I agree with you. I feel like there has to be more unity in our communities. And once there's unity and bringing ourselves together and working together and being like, yo, I understand and, and, and cut the, and even for men too, let's put it out there. There's a lot of men who don't want to fuck with other men because of egos right. and a whole bunch of shit. Right. So and, I feel like when we get to that point, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be dope. And and look, we already doing that. We already right, right, right. We we already doing it. Like we we have to address the elephant in the room. Um, this is Spanish woman. If you are listening, yes, there is an undertone.